Welcome to Beyond the Bombshell, the podcast that dives deep into the heart and soul of real life. I'm your host, Michelle Stokes, and I'm here to guide you through this empowering journey. We'll talk about real life and what it truly takes to be a strong, confident, and fulfilled woman. Join us as we rewrite the rules and celebrate the extraordinary and fierce women we all are. We'll share insights, build a space for uncomfortable conversations, and truly just embrace real life. Let's go beyond the surface and find your real life bombshell. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Beyond the Bombshell. This episode, we're starting off with me solo, but I am hoping strategically that I'll be able to pop a mic on to my husband, Josh, some point between now and a couple, the end of this week to get his input and maybe just a little bit of experience from him and a little bit of his personal opinion around finances. I don't talk about that in the online community at all. I very rarely talk about it in offline, in real life at all either. It's a passion of his, a really important piece to my husband's why and our success and money and finances. Okay, so we pulled out our finances. And after I shared my story, uh, my story that we were doing so, I had a lot of you, a lot of women reach out and be like, oh my God, can you share with me? What do you use? What do you, what spreadsheet is it or whatever? So we're going to work on maybe, hopefully, developing a little tiny package for you to share. So you don't get our our specifics when it comes to money, but at least you get our categories and how we organize it and how we look at it and analyze it. So I'm hoping to share that with you. But before we get into all that, because that's probably Josh's expertise, maybe he will explain why we do it or how we do it or whatever. I'm going to talk about there's times when we don't do it and times that we don't do it we get aka i get probably a little bit of reckless spending maybe a little bit of overspending maybe just being very in denial of how much money we actually spend sometimes we have not used a credit card personally for quite some time now we kind of cut that out I don't know exactly when, maybe he will remember. We cut it out for a while, probably before we moved into our new house, actually. Not that we don't have them. We do have them. We do use them if we have to sometimes for like bigger purchases because Scotiabank, for some reason, has a limit of like $1,000 a day sometimes when we go, when we're going Christmas shopping. Of course, I'm spending more than $1,000 a day. Just a limit on my card when there's significant money there. But anyhow, this story for another day. We don't use credit cards, but sometimes even just using a debit card, if you have a surplus of money there, just spend it and don't really pay attention to it. So after Christmas, I just, let me reverse for, let me rewind for a second. The fall, Josh did this activity solo. He did it himself and his findings, he just kind of splurred them out to me being like, we spend this much money a month. Like, what are we going to do? How can we cut stuff back? Like, there's no need. And we kind of brushed it. Would you like to say something? <laughs> we kind of brushed it under the rug. Went through the motions of the fall, did Christmas, and now this year, I just a bit of a pull towards just a reality check, just to see like where we are in our finance, so financial like wheel. Um, so really, for me, uh, we said our five reasons why we're doing so, what we want to end this meeting after we meet. What are like the five takeaways? <laughs> Number one thing for me was okay. Just for us to work down how much money we're spending on a month to month, if there's anything we can cut or anything we need to add, because there's probably things that's not on the spreadsheet that we are actually spending on a regular and it's not there. Two, the purpose of it was to look at honestly 
our income tax and HST were both, uh, uh, oh my God, I'm losing my words here. <laughs> we're both entrepreneurs, business owners, and it is really easy to get backlogged in keeping up on that stuff because paying it is just a nightmare. You can't just walk into a CRA office and just be like, here's a check, pay for everything. You have to go to the bank and they don't know what's outstanding. And then you have to log in and get codes and it's just a nightmare. So just looking at that and seeing where we stay in and make sure everything is lined up appropriately and then tap into like how much money or do, you know, remind ourselves how much money do we want in the kids accounts? How much money do we need for the next investment property? How much money do we need for play money? AKA Michelle, I have a category. Josh created a category that is not just personal. It's Michelle personal. So every time I go to Goldie, the gold method, refine, all those places, I have my own category. So uh, we need to look at all that. The last two things were, uh, I should look at my note on my phone, but the last thing I was hoping was, okay, we're on track with our taxes. Everything's okay. Savings, where, what's a priority? What do we want to, where do we want to put in money first for savings? Then I was hoping to book our trip, our family trip. We do we usually do two conferences uh, a year, and that's a usually work and play for me and Josh. It's usually at a really good location, nice hotels, great atmosphere, so we make it work but pleasure uh, with a couple extra days. And then we do multiple staycations with the kids, of course, but we always try to do one big trip. This year, we're just trying to figure out how big is the trip. I always want to bring my mom because, one, it's nice to have her for company and let her experience it with the kids. But I also like to have a babysitter. So <laughs> when we book a big trip, it's it's the four of us and my mom as well. So just trying to figure out, will we do uh, a cruise this year? Or will it be that cruise? Or will it just be, we're not going back to Disney. Will it be, maybe we'll go to Toronto for a couple of days. Just trying to figure out what that looks like financially because we're not we weren't always this way but we're not the type to just book a trip and put it on our line of credit and then cross our fingers hope God we're going to pay it off in the past yes definitely I would have and Josh would have just went along with me probably but now now we're not like that we just don't want not that we don't want to do stuff we always want to be doing stuff but we don't want to do stuff and then go on a trip and not be able to experience it the way I want to do it, want to do it and then come back and feel like we're spending the next eight months trying to pay it off and then go on another trip and be in the same like rabbit hole like does that trip ever get paid off so we don't do that luckily if you do I'm not this is not anything personal against you or whatever if you're trying to figure out how can you do it without doing it that way then maybe I don't know, talk to Josh <laughs> you can talk to me maybe I can help uh, maybe it just means that you need to skip a year and you don't go on a trip this year Maybe it just means sucking it up and skipping a year because I know what it's like when you see your friends, your family, your neighbors, all these other people doing it. You want to do it too. You want to provide more to your family, your kids, and all the things. I really apologize because you can hear my child in the background right now because her noises are being picked up on the mic, but here we are. But maybe it just means you skip a year and that might be this year or maybe it just ends up being a much smaller trip. And honestly, a small trip, even if you just go to Corner Brook, costs significant more money than it normally would but just things like that sometimes it's hard to rip the band-aid off and do that and honestly for us to sit down and rip the band-aid off to just look at our finances has always been a bit of a struggle for me I've always been fearful I've always had this like money block studied Emily's course <laughs> Emily if you're listening you know what's my language when it comes to my money and it's always been 
of scarcity, not really of abundance. And it's kind of been like fearful to open the account that really came from, I think, bombshell days, because let's be honest, I had a boutique and everything was amazing, but we were just so, I didn't take out loans and everything. And maybe that was the first step, <laughs> but we were just so backlogged with inventory. It was really hard for me to ever like pay myself because I was just constantly buying things out of my personal money for inventory and stock. So I was always afraid to open a bank account, honestly. I always wanted to make sure there was some money there. So Josh has helped me feel more comfortable. Sometimes, like I said, this past fall, he looked at our finances and looked at it himself and just reported numbers to me and we just ignored it. But in January, I put my girl, big girl pants on. Like last week, put my big girl pants on, sat down, did it together. We're still working through it. still not finalized. We still need to go through. Like, do we need Amazon Prime, Disney Plus? What else do we have, sis? What other subscriptions do we have? Netflix. Like, do we need all that? <laughs> And for us, like, I don't feel like we eat out a lot, but like when you do, like when I do Popeyes and when I drop off coffee and stuff for clients, sometimes I end up using our personal debit card instead of our business card. And it looks like we're going out for a whole lot of coffees, but we're actually not. So that's just some bad habits that I just do personally that I need to fix. And uh, so it will not look like we spend so much money when it comes to eating out and stuff. I'm rambling and I'm at that point where I'm not really paying attention to what I'm saying. So if nothing makes sense, I apologize. Sometimes I do that. I just talk and like I don't really listen to what I'm saying. But I think I would just really want to get on first before Josh got on to just let you know that you're not alone. If you are uh, one of those people who do not track their finances, who do not look at it, who is spending and has no idea how much you're spending or maybe you're quite aware that you're over you're spending way more than you're bringing home and that the pressure of your neighbors your friends your other family doing all the activities with your kids and the travel things and the new cars and the new houses and the bikes and the, all, all the things if you feel that pressure you're definitely not alone if you feel that pressure and you don't take it personally and you just sail on your own ship you're keeping within your means and i really applaud you if you have found yourself in that rabbit hole of trying to keep up the Joneses, even though I hate that, but trying to do the best to provide the life you want to provide with your kids and your family and financially, you just cannot do it. Then like, like just stop ignoring it and stop putting yourself deeper and deeper in the hole. And honestly, when we sat down a couple of days ago, we were both prepared and we still are prepared at any moment to be like, do we need to sell our house and move into a two apartment? to get things back on track like every time we sit down and do our finances i'm always in that headspace to be like if that's what comes out of this that's what comes out of us if we need a restart if we just need to press pause for a second and start over like that's okay it's gonna hurt the kids are gonna be like what the heck but we will figure it out we have not had to do that but there's been times where we have felt close that maybe we should or maybe we could consider it and maybe you've never put yourself in that situation or maybe you have not put yourself in that situation and it has come to be way too late and you have no idea no no other escape besides just selling everything before the bank takes it or whatever like it's that's tough it's tough and it happens and we see it a lot in our real estate world sometimes families stay together and they just start over reset remodel everything and things work out lots of times divorces happen and stuff because there's so much stress when it comes to finances and it's really sad and we have a privilege that people trust us in the, those most like vulnerable situations and it's really hard it's rewarding once we are able to help them but it's also very obviously personable personal very emotional and very stressful and we help a lot of people 
in that boat, honestly. And we're proud that we can and we're happy that we can. And besides just helping them offload houses or sell homes before the bank takes it or help people move on if it's divorce or whatever, then we just hope that their next steps are just positive steps, beneficial steps that they kind of like reset. And if they ever have any other like questions or any personal things that they really just need to talk about, like we're always there. We're not just there to sell the house. We're there to help them actually reset and remodel and have that fresh start. So it's a lot of things. It's just start with me just talking about us personally and how I have a little bit of a money block sometimes and how have a habit sometimes of overspending as well, but then I have a habit sometimes of not wanting to spend. <laughs> but then we see so many people in different stages and phases of life going through all those motions. And sometimes people just need a reality check. And I don't know if we're the people that's going to make people have a reality check, but Josh is very open to the opinion to talk openly about finances and how easy it is for everyone to find themselves in trouble but how easy it is for people to kind of get ahead of it acknowledge it and just try to take small steps to make things better so I'm gonna pause there and hope that I can get him to chime in and talk a little bit more so we'll see chat soon okay we are back and I finally have Josh for three minutes maybe I'm not sure and we still have our guests Scarlett and Bambino in the background because it's not bedtime yet. But be here. Thanks for having me back. <laughs> As he was going to try and have a little cat nap mm. on the bed, I think. Mm -hmm. I was like, no, wait, Brianna needs your little segment of this episode. Your two minutes of fame, I'm calling it. If I were to give you the spot, <laughs> I wish I could record As you can see my eyes rolling. <laughs> this is really off the cup, yeah. right? Yeah, that's the right word. He has no idea what I'm going to ask. Anyway, so we've been diving into her finances. Okay. okay, so this is your moment to shine. So you have two minutes to all the ideas you have on that piece of paper that you want to share with people for financial health. What's the first thing you would tell everyone so they feel accepted or feel like it's not a taboo topic that you can talk about? What What would you like to like share? Would you share with the world so people will feel comfortable? I would say everyone is in... The same boat. Well, that's how I would start it in regards of everyone is stuck in social media. Oh, everyone's living this glamorous, luxurious life. But when it comes down to nitty gritty, most people don't have any money. So for anyone who's in financial distress or finances aren't great, they're probably not the only one. I would say that money is a taboo topic and people either... Don't like talking about it because they were raised. If you talk about it and you're like, you're being like a show off mm -hmm. or it's not a topic to talk about because no one's supposed to know your finances. No one's supposed to know if you have money or not have money. And people are afraid to look at their bank accounts and admit if they can't afford to do something and then they do it anyway. They just won't look. Is that true? Am I on, on the right page? Yeah. Right path? Your answer is better than mom. <laughs> I think because I'm speaking from you, you've heard me that and you've heard me say it a hundred times <laughs> yeah no it's it all bang on so I think the first thing is you could break the stigma of talking about it because usually when people start talking about it it's usually too late that's what I've seen so you have seen obviously sat to a table in the real estate world of 
people what? I don't need to finish a sentence for you. Mm, Not all the time. But a, lot, a lot of people are, are selling because it gives them the ability to get access to money to pay out any debts and then start over fresh, which is awesome. As long as it would even be better if they could then change their spending habits and get on the correct path. But a lot of time it doesn't happen and then it's just rinse and repeat. Snowball. Yeah, and then a couple, depending on severity of spending and income and the economy, could be two, three, four years till situated till things build up again. Could be as little as six months. So things would be hell of a lot different and better if people would change their spending habits. But it's not even spending habits, it's more like just how to be responsible with money and finances just be honest about yeah, money. Honest, <laughs> honest with about money yeah absolutely and we're not speaking from like a a plus perfect student approach just so everyone knows we're learning as we go to mm. but real estate is your job but if you could do something else like real estate or whatever mm. but for something you could truly passionately be talking about and educating and helping people what what would it be if I, my number one if i was to do something else it'd be long haul truck driver but number two, I would be talking about, I would be helping people with financial education. So you're trying to figure out how to help people. And this I'm trying to figure out. I just haven't got to figure it out yet. How to help people with financial education while still having real estate because we got to pay our bills. Because <laughs> real estate is what pays our bills. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Okay. So maybe that will go into part two because we're doing our personal lead exercise and no one knows what that means. But maybe we'll sit there and get Josh for five more minutes to actually talk about how we break down our expenses and how we neglect it too as well and then start sitting there and looking at numbers and just like okay now what do we do to be brutally honest and then try to share some takeaways with people maybe in segment number two does that sound okay yeah hopefully it's not five months later or would you rather five months later or very impromptu like right now well, i would just like better. a little bit of prep or a little bit <laughs> like anything would be great Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about finances or I'm, vacation or God knows what. I have, another, all. I have another idea for Valentine's Day. Oh, awesome. Can't wait to hear it. Sure, sure. Sure, how we make each other. <laughs> no, not, not right now. Not but. right now? Okay. I'm looking to around later. Okay. Until next time, we will work on finances. Part two. Chat soon. Bye. Say bye, Josh. Bye, everyone. <laughs> That wraps up another inspiring episode of Beyond the Bombshell. I hope our time together has ignited a fire within you to embrace your authentic self and show up fearlessly. If you enjoyed today's episode and want to continue this empowering conversation, make sure you subscribe to Beyond the Bombshell on your favorite podcast platform and join our community of fierce women who are rewriting the rules and embracing their unique journeys. Connect with me on social media at Bombshell Babes Club, where we can continue to uplift and support each other to share beyond the bombshell moments and let's inspire others to embrace their true selves. Remember, you are more than what meets the eye. You are a force to be reckoned with. Keep shining, keep growing, and keep embracing the extraordinary woman that you are. Until next time, stay real and keep going beyond the bombshell. Uh-huh.